you know, I had a used to go there with AA, and then every year they have a big one, a big event, like an ice cream and dessert thing for all the all the people who do service and all the inmates that get the service, whatever. So I was going to be the main speaker, and then there was three people spoke before me. They were all convicts, and they were all in there for vehicular manslaughter. They killed people while they were drinking and driving. Yeah, it was amazing, really. And I sat with a guy who was there for like, like, and he, uh, you know, that situation got him into reading books about individuality. They do have a very clear idea. Yeah, we sat there before the talk for a while. They had all these, it's like in a chapel, yeah, with the pews. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty uh, good. But I like the, uh, hey, uh, like, no one's checking the door. What happened? Somebody got in. John of God got in. Yes. Hey, we may need another. Can you just bring another chair here, bro? Right in here. Yeah, thanks. Right there. Who's ever sitting here, we're going to see a life story of them up there. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Any life run on self will can hardly be a successful. All little short stories. Oh, wait a minute. I got to pay attention here. What's the time? 3.59 or one uh, minute before the hour. All right. Great. Great. No, no. He's got someone else helping him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got another. He's got Kerry, I think. Usually yeah. people come in a little late and then we'll just start. So, well, this idea, what we speak of here, framed as non-duality, but it's really uh, looking at the activity of duality, not just the concept of it, but to be able to see the dualistic nature of what you call you, yes? Because you, Sometimes you're thought about, which would mean you're an object, yes? And sometimes you're the thinking. So you're the doing the thinking, which would be the subject, and then you're the thought about, which would be an object, yes? That's duality. Subject, object, non-duality is just a negation of that, yeah? There's, there's no non-duality. It's not, you know, it's how can you describe whatever, but you can know duality. So by knowing duality, and I don't do this having an understanding, it'll drop. Then when you see what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. Yeah. And you'll realize that one of the main obstructions was you as what you are looking for what you are. Yeah. And what fuels this idea of looking for what you are is the idea that you're not, yeah? Doesn't change the fact of what you are, but there's a belief you're something else. And that something else has looked at maybe a lot of stores that might relief, and it ends up maybe at the last block, which is, let's say, the spiritual block and the last store on the spiritual block, in a sense, really. It usually ends up there. So, so here you are and nothing seems to be working. I mean, there's, you get relief and you get new camaraderie and you have better friends, let's say, or a different, you're hanging out with people that you're not getting arrested and shit like that. 
but there is something going on. And the answer that non-duality offers is why all this confusion and stuff is going on is because reality is, is taking itself to be something else. Yeah. And now it's looking for reality as this something else. But in fact, what's looking is reality looking for reality. Because the idea of you, no matter how much you believe it or don't believe it, it doesn't matter. It's not true. Yeah. So we are reality. And most of us have been in a mistaken idea of that, which is calling it Paul. Yeah. And from Paul, here, yeah, bro. Here. Yeah. So from Paul, Paul's troubles and tribulations or suspicions or yearnings or something caused them to start looking for reality because nothing else seemed to be working all the while being reality. Yeah. So if you try to convince Paul not to look for reality, it doesn't go anywhere. But if you can just share to reality that it's not Paul, that goes. So you may have heard a lot of talks, but this is specifically a direction of the talk. I don't have any interest in describing the indescribable. I do not. I do not believe all you are is consciousness because what hears that is what you're not. Yeah. The most important part of the message is the secondary message is who heard the message. That's more important than the message being heard because the message being heard is going to trigger the claiming of the hearing of the message and it's going to be you. You'll be, you'll be presented as the hearer of the message and that's the biggest obstacle to the message. Yeah. So there's hearing going on. And then very quickly, it needs time though to do it. So it is of time and we're not literally, but there is hearing and then there's a claiming of the hearing by the mental activity to imply the hearing implies a hearer. Yeah. Once the hearing is presupposed as before the, the hearer is before the hearing, you've neutered the message of hearing. Yes. So no matter how many times you hear the message, as the hearer of the message, you may get an intellectual understanding. You may be able to use it to get out of some responsibilities here or there. Hey, I just know Paul, I didn't do anything like that. But it's not gonna really translate into a traveling lighter because it's not true, it's not working, yeah? So the, the hearer is still being sustained by the claiming of the hearing of the message, yeah? And the hero of the message, it will lead to some absurd situations where you'll try to be a non-self as a self. Yeah. So your idea from a self, what it would look like to be a non-self, you start aspiring to that non-self self. self. Yeah. Don't you see the insanity of it? It just provokes more fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing, I was listening to... Uh, in the wars, in, in the news and stuff, this idea of woke, yeah? They're really getting everywhere. The first time I ever read that it mimics the idea that I had was when I first gave a talk at Urban Guru Cafe in from Australia, like the early days, like when I first started giving talks, I had no idea who they were. They, they, they had a plan of talking to 100 people, 100 talks and that would be it. So the, there was a, a guy named Gilbert and a woman, I forgot her name, she got in touch with me. So I said, yeah, sure, 
you know, so she interviewed me. And after the interview, I went to the site. I hadn't seen the site, Urban Grew Cafe. And I went and there was other people had spoken before me. I wasn't the first one. That got me upset. <laughs> I wasn't the hundredth one, which made me feel better. So I went to the comments of the talk, of other people's talks, and it was like a lot, a lot of non-dual dueling. If you mention I, me, my, you were out. I swear any person, any personal pronoun at all, ding, the next comment would be, that's not it. So this, I swear, I think this is, it's, it was like that on steroids concerning non-duality in the 90s. I swear, you had to watch out if you said I, me, my, and I'm going, man, what a, and so it was like, they had the, they were like Pharisees in a way. They had the letter of the law, but they didn't have the spirit of the law. And I think that's what most people are flipping out about. Yes, in a sense. So uh, you're ready to correct if you say the wrong thing. This is happening in non-duality, like a huge amount in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, Gilbert Schultz. I don't know. I, never, I didn't deal with him. I dealt with her. Yeah. I think I did two for them. Uh, but it was just amazing. I went down and go, wow, this is insane. They were like battling and they had like, you know, a couple of people kept saying, fighting it out in a non-dual <laughs> duality. Cha, 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 cha. Oh, it's incredible. So this is what I mean. When the head gets non-duality, that's not getting non-duality. Yeah. You may have to go through a period where the head has believed it's gotten non-duality. You're gonna obviously it's gonna be a finite stage, it's gonna drop, and the infinite can wait it out. Yeah. But it's you're probably gonna go through it because you're gonna. I remember the, one of the first things I did, I got introduced to it. I was living in Australia. My girlfriend was gonna go out with a friend. She asked me to do the dishes. She came home, the dishes weren't done. She said, Paul, you know, I asked you to do the dishes. There is no Paul, there are no dishes. And she said, fuck you, do the dishes. So I grew out of that, I grew out of that wokeness quickly. <laughs> quickly, now some people may get caught in that loop for a while, doesn't matter, it's gonna end, it's finite. See, the mental state can huff and puff. It's not going to hold its breath longer. And so if you just don't fucking act out and do, don't do any things, things are going to change. Yeah, because like Ramana, a great master, Ramana Maharshi, he talked about, you hear satsang, let's say, you may believe you're in some location, but he's... You're muted, Paul. That was me. Sorry. I just I just did it. I just unmuted. Yeah. Cool. You missed it. It was beautiful. <laughs> All right. So we'll come back next week. So this whole idea, and I heard it. I went to satsangs when I was in the 90s. I think uh, I had gotten into, introduced to the course of miracles. Uh, non-duality just seemed to be before that in a way. So once I hit non-duality, after a few weeks of listening, read a book or two, I had a feeling in my gut, like an unspoken yes, you know, and like, this is it. 
And this is like a knowledge before acquiring knowledge. So it was, it was an answer that was quite unique and different than the other answers I had come up against because most answers tend to have to have a lot of maintenance sooner or later, or you've got to add an extreme to it or a radical to it or a supercharge to it where nothing new is in non-duality. Just, it's just an absence of all that we think is present, so to speak, yeah. And what we think is present is an appearance to us as that ultimate absence will in a way, yeah? We're seeing the appearances. The appearances have no meaning other than what we give them, yeah? Because if they were real, they could balk at us. Yeah, but because if they're not real, we give them meaning they have, or as they say in Buddhism, emptiness. So everything is empty of any reality other than the reality we give them as reality. Yes, it's a dream. So this is what non-duality presents. And of course, the head will claim to be the hero of it, and they'll think, how does what does this mean to this head? And it comes up some with some doozies. Yeah. And then you go through some of those mistakes and then something drops in and then it becomes like uh, an unspoken yes or like, I'm never gonna ask another question. You see the futility of you as what you're not trying to get it. You just do. You realize you're never gonna get it. And it's good news. There's like a hallelujah where it sucked earlier when you were wanting to get it. You realize you're never gonna get it. You can't experience it. You can't have it, you can't lose it, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's in a different realm than we're aware of because we think we encapsulate the being realm, but this isn't being, this is appearing, yeah? And it appears to be now by remembering it appeared to be before and after. It doesn't have any immediate light of its own. It's reflected, yes? So this, it's, a, it's just a... So how it led me was to this point of, if you don't see this claiming of the head, after you've had that moment of seeing your clear reflection in the pond and you're a lion, yeah, no matter how long you thought you were a sheep or, or how many people thought you were a sheep, it was a fact that you've been a lion the whole time. What happens when that old lion splits and the old lion's left on his own and walks away from the pond What's going to happen is the mental state's going to regroup and arise and claim that revelation that you are a lion and make it, I had a, an experience of being a lion as a sheep. Yes. It's going to be a quick transfer. And now you're reestablished in the sheep programming. So what you not, what you had a sense of being that you're now, I had an experience of it. And of course the head desires that, an experience. The head's greatest desire is of its own absence, but it can't figure out how to be there to get that. Yeah. But its greatest desire is to feel like it feels when it's absent, being present. <laughs> it's driving it crazy, seriously. So this thing is you, uh, if you had an understanding that no matter what peak experience it was, no matter how big the bush that was burning was, no matter how it long it lasted, if it came to an end, if you're there, the mental state is going to claim it. And it's going to try to position you, triangulate you as a body that had this event and is this primary thing called the sheep. Yeah. 
And it will, and it doesn't matter what venue you're in, Temple, Sixth and Market, it doesn't matter. It's going to claim whatever you and I bring it into contact with, which is that conscious drive that's moving us, yes? So we're in a state of conscious contact and what we contact, the, the mental state arises and claims that contact and uses, uses it for its own little story, yeah? And its story is, though a noun can never be found, that there's a noun, yeah? So all the verbing, that's the only thing that's going on. There's no noun ever to be found. It claims the verbing to imply there's a noun. This is what? Non-duality, right? This is duality. Verb, noun, duality. Yes? Verbing, non-duality. So when you start seeing life is happening, you can really start seeing the, the programming of life is happening to me. Yeah? You, your sight gets reestablished. It was never lost, but it gets reestablished. You borrow a pair of glasses, like a non-duality understanding but it does correct and you don't need the glasses you can see yeah and now you see that whole story of a life happening to me from life happening yeah you don't see life happening to you from life happening you see that all the time as life's happening to you <laughs> but you can see it from what you are and you recognize it with this simple understanding that they not that may not be me so what happens when you negate that? There's a reinforcement of the truth, yes? Then the negating of the assumed truth brings about a reinforcement of the real truth. Yeah, not the real truth, just the truth, yeah? So I get to know in a weird way what I am by seeing what I'm not. This is what we, this is what we present here. We don't present how to you know, get yourself located in that pond with the old lion and then get that whack, that happens. You're gonna have those free samples. How can that sustain itself in this dreaming? How can you travel lighter, not based on that event, but on based on what that event revealed, which you are a lion. That to me is the traveling lighter as the sheep. You appear to be a sheep, you're living like a sheep and all this, but you're a lion. It's beautiful. You're not trying to become a lion because you know you're not a sheep, yeah? So it's not effort, I'm not working, I'm not going to lion roaring classes, I'm not trying to, you know, uncurl my sheep hair and shit and make look like a lion more, what I think. No, the sheep goes on and on, all day it looks like you're a sheep, but there's a knowledge before acquiring this knowledge of being a sheep, there's a knowledge I am a lion, yeah? That knowledge is before the acquired knowledge you're a sheep, and that, can negate the acquired knowledge. The acquired knowledge ain't gonna uh, negate the acquired knowledge. The knowledge that's before all the acquiring of knowledge, yeah? That knowledge, just like we've been popping on it lately, because it's one of the, right now it's working for me as a way of presenting something, which is the idea of when you go to work, do you forget you have a house? Let's say I live in, Wilmack Avenue. I go to work in the city. Do I forget that I have that I have a place to live? Do I have to chant like every hour? I have a place to live because I'm in the city. I'm at work. I'm not seeing my house. Yeah, I don't have any kind of. There's not pictures of it flashing everywhere. You have a house here, you know. But there's a knowledge. I have a house. 
You know, I walk out assured that I have a house at least for that day. Yeah, assured, assured. And so when I go to work, I'm not chanting I have a house. I have a knowledge while I'm at work. Now, do I, if I spend overtime, does more time cause me to forget that I have a house? No, the house is there. If I work in Europe, will it fit? No, I have a knowledge. That's not a dualistic knowledge. This isn't like, uh, you know, I'll, until I see it, I won't believe it. It's knowledge before seeing shit, yeah? There's a sense of home, and let's talk it as the being, yeah? So while there's all this shit going on all day, I'm not losing that sense. My head says I've lost the sense, but I'm not the fucking head, yeah? It's a simple thing. When I, early on, when I was at the course, it was clear the body was some kind of obstacle. Yes, that it came to that in my studying. And so there was a lesson that I really harped on, which was, I am not a body, I am free, I am as God created me, something like that. So I sort of like chant that for a while, for a while, you know, yeah. and I'd be there. And then I was, it was revealed that the only thing that would chant is not a body is the body yeah. <laughs> identity. So the body identity was chanting it wasn't a body, which was reinforcing the body identity. So I saw a beautiful principle glaring where I didn't have to see it 800,000 more examples. I saw it and it expanded to the principle. So what wants to get out of me is the me. So self can't get out of self. Very important statement in recovery. It's not in the big book. It's out of observation of people who did tried to do exactly that unbeknownst to them they were identified as self and then they had an aspect of thinking they had objectified self and they were busy trying to get out of that self as self and it wasn't working nor will it work this is just the it's the same one of the same aggra great, uh, aggravating uh, equations of non-duality yeah that desire to feel like it does when I'm absence of self as self being present. It's a desire it doesn't want to give up. Like we have a couple of them in recovery, which one of them is, is the delusion that we, if we only manage better, it would work out. After we have tons of evidence, the managing has not worked. We just put blinders on all that evidence, but if I only do it better, it will. Yeah, so this is the same thing, self, Here's about the great party, goes there. As soon as it gets to the party, it sucks. And now it's trying to get to the party and let it and have it be great with it there. <laughs> so self is trying to experience its own absence. It wants to be, this is why people call me and they tell me they've disappeared. What's telling me they've disappeared? Self. Yeah. So self is what had gotten as close as it could to its own absence. It was having an experience, I've disappeared, now I'm gonna tell everyone. <laughs> I've been disappeared for a few weeks. <laughs> you see it? This is the mental drive. How are you gonna see it if you keep feeding it? Just watch it reach and don't give it anything. And you'll see the emperor with no clothes on. You'll see the rawness of desire that's never gonna be requited, never gonna be fulfilled. Yeah, you are never going to be a self, ever. You are something already. Your nature is not of self. Your nature is not of what comes and goes. 
Your nature is not of one that's affected by everything else. Your nature is not of that. No matter how, many, how much you huff and puff, you are a nature already. And it's not encompassed as a body that was born one day is going to die another day. It's the living awareness. It's, it's the door is always open right here, which is the I am. It's the gateless gate. Yeah, it's the open secret. The problem with the, us is we don't see the head using the I am to, re, to infer Paul and Bill and Sue. So it's constant reminder that verifies a story is the I am. What you're feeling as presence, you call it Paul or Steve or Clint. Yes, you don't see it. And then Clint wants to find the I am. <laughs> it's, it's the I am being clothed as Clint. So that's why it doesn't work. That's why the only way to arrive at where you already are is through negation. Yeah? It's not like you, you add the miles to get closer to the thing, you negate the miles, and then you finally arrive, and it tells you on having never left. You see? So all of your distant, imagined, I've got to do this to get there, doesn't apply to where you already are. There's no getting there. You haven't been removed to, to atone for or make up for or to use meritocracy to re to get the key again. You've never lost the key. Being is being is being is being is being. It doesn't matter how much you believe you're, you're not awake, you're doing that on a basis of awakeness. And no matter how much you believe you are awake, you're doing it on a basis of awakeness. What your condition is on this level has nothing to do with the condition. Yeah, you can seemingly you can seemingly be awake to it. You can seemingly be asleep to it. People think they go through all day. I was awake to it at the meeting. Then I went to sleep at the firehouse, and I'm so I've been sleeping for a couple of weeks. Now I'm awake again. This is all surface chatter. It doesn't change the awakeness. That's the beauty. This is what you finally come to. You, come, you finally lose interest in all of the mental fallacies being flung around. You do. And you remember no matter what condition that you have a home, yeah, that you are here. You just do. And, it, and that wish for it to stabilize for you, it is stabilized. Being is completely stable in the state of being. It's we that aren't, yeah? We're trying to take all these blocks and get them aligned and try to manage conditions with the hopes of it. Everything was this like 9 a.m., the last day of the retreat, Sunday morning, everything's great. 9.03, fuck, one of the things moves. It all, it's all fucked again, yes? You can't, that which is unstable can't stabilize. It's yes, the mental state is aggravated, agitated, it's desirous, it's hateful, you know, it, it, it's adverse to things and it desires things. It's movement all the time. Yeah, that's not, see, this is the piece that passes that understanding. It doesn't, it doesn't fit itself for this. It's, it negates this. Yeah, and then maybe this finds itself a place to fit, but it negates this. Yeah, so it's worked. That's so humbling.
That's why I'm here. Yeah. Really, it's this world. So the least I could do is pass it on. It doesn't matter if you get it or not. Passing it on is how you have it, so to speak, in a way. As the Course of Miracles says, the best way to get something is to teach it, really. So if you're open to be used, you'll be used. And in that using, shit will occur, yes? You'll be informed of stuff, not in any written letters, but mostly a sense feltness that will take shape and create like frequencies or waves in the frequencies, yeah? And sometimes you get a big tsunami, shit happens. Sometimes you have little waves, yeah? And yet they always produce an effect, yeah? They tremble out. It's pretty cool. So you're not the one that's throwing the rock in the pool or the pond. You're the pond. Something throws the rock in and sets off stuff, yes? And hopefully it leads you to a point of being convinced. So instead of having all these maybe, maybe nots and all your attention interest just wasted down these tributaries, they dry up and you're convinced. And now all that attention and interest that was being sent on all these wild goose chases, yeah, they have their here now to deal with what's occurring this day and the rest of it, they're resting. The interest, the attention is not directed. It's resting here. And to me, that's the presence. That's the feeling of presence. It's interest and attention not being directed. Yeah, I have enough to deal with the day. I'm not trying to deal with 2028, North 1993. Yeah, I'm just here. And there, there's all that movement that was moving the interest and attention. Yes, now the interest and attention is affecting that movement. So I'm traveling later because the interest and attention is first. It's not coming up, not, I've got to get everything set up on the, you know, on the surface for my boat to sort of sail. No, no, the attention and interest is what's holding up the fucking boat, yeah? So the horse is in front of the cart and then you see the cart's roll from the horse. Instead of trying to figure out the horse from the cart, you see the cart from the horse, yeah? The being tells you about what's not being. <laughs> yeah it's cool i mean now i've my big goal today is have a latte at firehouse and i have enough experience i've had a latte that i feel pretty assured i'm going to be successful yeah so i'm chilled out yeah i'm not seeing am i going to get that latte i don't care i have a sense of i'm going to have a lot yeah i have a sense that I don't have to do anything to you. Yeah. Because we're not talking to you. We're not talking to you. And it's not talking from this you. It's just, I can't miss what I'm aiming at, which is not you. <laughs> I can figure how much space you take, how far you're able to. I know I can throw over that. It doesn't matter. I can't miss everywhere. And I believe you're everywhere. I do. I believe. What they say in non-duality, being ourselves reality. I believe what's looking is what you're looking for. I believe the seeker is the sword, not the sword, sword, S-O-U-G-H-T. I believe that. Not because I want to, I came to those beliefs by opening up through the invitation of non-duality. Seriously. It brought it brought me to a lot of seemingly closed 
bought doors and it brought me to a lot of seeming closets and there were huge panoramics in there and it's always been a gateless gate. There's never been a lock on anything. Yeah, yeah. So more has happened to me by doing nothing than all the shit that I did before. Because all the shit I did before, if it had any value, was to lead me to do nothing. Really. So all the doing failed me to such a point, I was convinced that it wasn't going to work anymore. Hallelujah. That's great value. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, any questions? Who's running it there? I'm back. <laughs> oh, Mike. All right. Does anybody wants to ask anything? Is anyone new? Let us know. Anybody? No. Hands or John? Hands? John from Toronto. Uh, Johnny O from Toronto. I'm new to the uh, the live broadcast, but it's nice to see you again, Paul. Even if it's uh, you're in California. So, is this John? Is yes, this it John? is John. John O from Toronto. Oh, great, John! How are you? <laughs> great, man. Really nice to see you. I love you with your haircut, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I cleaned up. Yes. Are you growing your Are you growing your hair again? I am, <laughs> Just kidding. That's why it's way earlier. I went on to my my hair growing class. <laughs> I think I did. I see a little. It's gonna grow. <laughs> I would recommend it to you, but I think it's beyond that point, John. With you, uh, yes, it is beyond my point. <laughs> yeah. It is a so point. I make point uh, out of the hair. Join the, hair, the temple of lost hairs, which we have a couple of people that are <laughs> longtime members. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We yeah, didn't lose fun. the hair. They fell into our head and choked our minds. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, they're like a reverse fungi. Yeah, <laughs> one little root of a mushroom heads inside. Actually, that's what my sinus looks like with the polyps. When I was young, they had to go in and take out like mushrooms out of my head. Maybe that's how I got the message. <laughs> mushroom transmission from the mother. I laid on the ground a lot on my stomach getting arrested. No. Got it. Yes. Hey, nice to see you, John. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Hello, yeah. John. I'm in Europe. Yeah. I'm going down to see Zurich in uh, Puerto Vallarta tomorrow. I'm leaving from Toronto tomorrow for two weeks to see our buddy Yurik down there. In, hey. uh, and he's moving down there. Like he's buying a property down there. Oh, good. Good. Great. Yeah. I'll tell him I said hello. And uh, yeah. I will. I will for sure. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. All right. Anybody else, Mike? We have Anyone? one by chat. We have a question by chat. It's actually getting to be one of the more repeated questions. Could plant, could Paul explain his metaphor of thief and police? And I'll add on to that because for me, it's like easier to understand in terms of like thief and victim. Somebody stole from me, I'm the victim, or I'm blaming myself for having done something to somebody else. So I'll add on to that question. All right. Well, the thief and policeman, I'm just taking it from the readings I've read with uh, Ramana. So I'll stick with that. And the idea of the thief and the policeman is, in one case, there's the thief that was seemingly using yeah, you to do what it wanted. 
And then he gets apprehended by the police and you think that's separate or different than the thief, but it's the thief once again, using you for its own agenda, just wearing a different uniform. So basically the recognition of what you're not is going to be claimed by what you're not. So if you can see two aspects of it, there's the sense of none of them, yeah? But if you only get to see one, now you feel like you know the thief from the policeman, but then living the policeman life seems to suck. I know for me, it brought the word perfection into it again, you know? So you have to sit on the meditation, pushing longer than anyone, or keep your back straight. It was gotten like a big stick up my ass. So it was, I actually seemed attractive to go back to the thief, fucking get loaded and do, at least I had some fun. So, you know what I mean? So the aspect is part of the antics of self will get objectified by the subjective aspect of self. Yeah, so now it has, the policeman has the thief under surveillance. So you're watching yourself all day, which is fucking worse than, again than the thief, really. Yeah, so that to me is the policeman and thief. You send the policeman to catch the thief and the policeman's like a second cousin to the thief. It's the same head, yeah? So it's self trying to get out of self. There's two aspects of it, which is the duality of things, yes? So when you get an aspect and you see self, but you only see one side of it, I'm guaranteeing you the other side is at work believing it's the one who saw the first aspect of self. So the second aspect that's observing the first one is self also. Policeman, thief, self and self. Victim, thief, whatever. Yes, it's always a two. See, there's, an, there's, there's something that's going on unobserved. It becomes aware of, and now you're observing something. And then that observing gets claimed to be the observer. And now you're stuck at this identification. So there's the thievery, then there's the identification as a thief, then there's the policing, and then there's identification as the policeman. The bondage is the thief and the policeman. Yes, that's where you get stuck. And so a lot of people end up stopping at the, oh, I know the thief now. They don't understand that that's the policeman aspect. And that's why it's not translating into traveling light or of joy or peace. And they're fucking wondering why. Yeah. Because some, this, that message has been claimed. Yeah. And what claims it sort of neuters it. Not purposely. It just does. Because it sees more like a parasitical vision, which is what can this do for me? It's not looking as a way of expressing through that it's claimed. It wants to use it for itself, yeah? So self wants to be the liver of this life. Yeah? So it wants to be the noun that no other noun is placed before. It's like the Old Testament God, really, if you listen to it, where the Old Testament God, I'm jealous of all gods, don't put any other God before. It sounds like the head to me, yes? Yeah? So I'm gonna smoke you, it's what it's insane. Then they came up with a New Testament God that was much more sort of nicer, okay. But the Old Testament sounded like one motherfucker, really. Yeah. <laughs> Job, I'm going to fucking, you know, make you happy. You know what I mean? You'd have to keep making deals and breaking them and stuff. Sound like that. 
Yeah, so we may be, they may have, people may have been listening to the head and the head plays God. We have that in recovery big time. So the head is playing God. And I think the Old Testament has a lot to, of head playing God. <laughs> Seriously, so. All right, is that helpful? I hope not. The uh, point is you get confused and then one day you'll see it. You'll see it. It doesn't be, it's not based on me seeing. One day you'll see it. Just listen to these things because it's not the thing that's being said. There's something in there. Satsang has, gives us an infusion. You know, you ever get those infusions like herbal infusions and stuff. You don't know what's going on, but after a few months, you feel fucking great. Yeah, just believe the, you know, there's an herbal infusion going on. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen the potency of satsang. I've watched it in my own life and watched it in others. So it doesn't matter. See, the delivery has already been made. Yeah. So basically what's being suggested is already so. So however it's going to work for you is going to be how it works. You could read, you know, I could tell you to go home and read three pages of K in the telephone book. And maybe you'd come to some plumber and wake up. You never, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with any kind of logic. But satsang is a very powerful uh, atmosphere that we're sharing. Yes. So I realized I haven't done anything to promote my quote unquote spiritual health in years. Literally. The only thing I do is come to talks. For a lot of things. And a lot of things. So basically, that what see this is what got me was even conscious. If you look at consciousness, whatever that is, that's you know giving us this life through the gates of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It became obvious to me that that which is whatever that is doing this through this doesn't seem to be doing it with any thought or effort. I don't seem to be sweating seeing. You know, what I mean, I don't go to seeing classes. You know, unless I have bad eyes, I don't, you know, I don't just, I only just, I look at saint pictures all day. No, there's just seeing. So I just can't believe why would us, why would we believe that which demonstrates no thought and effort in being itself that we could arrive there through thought and effort just makes no fucking sense to me. It's too simple. So the, the pledging allegiance to the failed system is the only way something's going to happen is through doing. And that's not the case when it comes to being. So that doing that may have been your great benefactor for this life isn't going to work in this topic because the topic has one strange bent nothing else has, which is it's you. Yeah. We're not saying this is you can become this. We're not saying you once you left it and you can go back to it. We're saying right now, that's that. You're it. Yeah. And there's no effort and thought to arrive at where I already am. Is there? Remember when I, uh, years ago, I used to about four or five times every few weeks at basketball practice. So like, yes. I really wanted you to say it's okay to practice or something like that. Plus, I could practice. But I just realized just before you said the medicine thing, but it's the same thing, is if whatever I do, which ostensibly sometimes includes spiritual practices, 
it is no more. I'm no more attached to it than taking an aspirin when I have a headache. Then it's how could that you know that's just that's it that's where that's where you know it's fine it's not it's not an interruption it's when it's the because a lot of what you talk about is and and truly so is how attached people get to their practice and how they think that's going to get them somewhere etc. But there's also practice like medicines like life like drinking a latte they're just part of your life they just yes. want to happen yes see but see with the spiritual practices i don't believe anyone is doing anything with that the head does and you notice something when i was young i noticed the head gave a lot of importance to spirituality more than having a coffee or more than going to a thrift store, going to a temple had a lot more meaning yeah. being injected into that than going to a thrift store. That's why I go to thrift stores now. Seriously. Yeah. So yeah. So I saw that, and where the what the head gives meaning, a lot of its manifestations are going to be around, which is it usually arrives at some level of addiction through whatever form it's obsessing over yes it's just one of the dangers you want to make but aware of exactly it. see this is the beauty of yeah. it so i saw this firsthand and i saw it firsthand wait a minute uh i remember i'd be practicing and a friend of mine would want me to do some beautiful thing like oh no i have no time i have to keep my practice on it got a little right. absurd yes yeah, so there was an identifying with it and this is what we point out I think spiritual practices are incredible, skillful means. Like if I have the blood pressure go up, if I sit for a few minutes quietly and follow the breath, it brings the blood pressure down. Right. Fucking great. Am I am I planning to get to you know as you know become a chariot of the gods and go to heavens? No. I just want to make. I want to have a quality of life now. And some a lot of things people call spiritual, I find have skillful means when they're applied. Now, the beautiful thing is where there's an application, but there's no applier. And this is what, what happens with a lot of spirituality. You finally are at arrived there through a lot of spirituality. You finally arrive at, there's always being an applier of that which is applied. And there, therefore it had great value, yes? So then you realize that has failed and hallelujah. Because then you stop looking for what can't be found. And now you're here because there's no other possible be of being anywhere else. I mean, seriously, all the mental little dead ends and little excursions and little rest stops, they have been canceled. You're on the highway and where mm -hmm. you used to turn in, you can't turn in anymore and you're just going. Yeah. Always incessantly on, not having to be moron or be a moron. <laughs> which i can do easily so this is going yeah and uh because all that finds offense or hey wait a minute let me know this or, i gotta study this no you just that stuff has been blown off all the fake skin has been blown off in the verbiage yeah yeah so if you if you need to do shit to make you feel better the physical emotional nervous mental condition yeah do it I just, I had it, it had become something else in my life. I think it goes for most people. Yes, there was a lot of, uh, 
yeah yeah it so. just seems that way i mean there's some people i talk to that do it it just seems that way and you know the funniest thing is we have the experience of placebo yeah well, so this is this is a dreaming yeah. you can if you took 500 pills of salt and then 500 pills of the medicine they can both produce the same effects yeah. so of course it's the dreaming that comes before everything so notice how the dreaming is for you what does your head put a lot of meaning in and if you, because that's where it's going to coagulate its manifestations of this insanity are going to be obvious in those areas and so you recognize something the whole point isn't the information is what it triggers a recognition yeah you see the living example that's being put out there it's not like it's not written on paper you feel it you recognized it i remember i had this uh Great privilege in recovery to, to do fourth step workshops, which is the beginning of the working steps of recovery. And it, they come from a, a chapter of how it works in the big book of AA. So I looked at this paragraph tons of times. And one day I saw it and I saw the, the word self as foreign, completely foreign. So it was being convinced, yes, I had, I had gotten a flavor of that because I had spent two years in a program. And then when I left, I went back out. So I was convinced of certain things. The life convinced me this wasn't going to work, but I didn't know what the fucking else to do. Yeah. So I had been convinced that any life on my, you know, I wasn't managerial quality. Let's put it that way. So I was being convinced self. Yeah, uh, manifested in various ways. So self, yes, manifested in various ways. Very important, connected to self. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. This is the diagnosis of recovery, one of them. All right, self, not drinking, that's one of how it uses that to defeat you, but it's this idea of self, this ideation of this person, yes? So self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Are you convinced of that? I was, thank God. So that's why I'm sober, actually. I was convinced of that. Yeah. All right. We are now going to look at selves. It's, it says ITS, but it implies selves. Common manifestations. Okay. Very simple diagnosis. Next paragraph goes right into it. Resentment. Resentment is a common manifestation of self. So we're, we're not going to go into the subtleties. We're going to look at some of the big thumbs that stick out. Self, uh, resentment, fear, and harms done to others pursuing what you want. Pretty broad. Yeah, let's just look at them to see what, to see how self defeated us. Us is something other than self. Yeah, this is, but this is not clear in our community a lot. Self, because people, when they look at resentments, they call them my resentments, which is the act of being identified as self. The recovery community. The recovery community, yeah. yes. And fear, my fear, the act of identified itself, because they're self's manifestations. Why are you calling them yours? Something must happen when you read it and it translates, because it's very clearly saying self manifests this shit. How does it become yours in like a less than a paragraph? Oh, quick move, yeah? Stubborn motherfucker too, stubborn. Yeah. So now what I saw, when I saw self as foreign, I saw resentments as resentments. 
and I've never not seen him as that. Fear, I, don't, I see mostly as mental anxiety. I don't see it as fear at all. Mental anxiety that mimics a sense of fear or triggers a little of it, yeah? And harm's done to others in pursuit of what I wanted, yeah? Very clear. Family, these are manifestations of self in my life. What happened? Translated into traveling lighter. More and more time this was in place, less and less thought and effort going on, yes? Any distance that was between me and peace got diminished quite quickly. Peace is this, yeah? As soon as I saw the foreigners, that idea was there. Non-duality came and established the living of that idea. Yeah, it gave me, it was like a light that illuminated all the paths that I was on. So life is a path, recovery is a path. So it wasn't, I wasn't looking for illumination anymore i was the illuminating factor to everything fucking much different much freaking different you start living like this what happens find out but what happened in this case there has been sometimes a quick or gradually traveling lighter where it didn't change everything it may have life has in store for me what it does but i travel lighter through whatever it has in store for me for a long, long period of time with very, very, very little skillful means necessary. Yeah. You mentioned that. Pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I would like to, I don't want to master shit. I want to outgrow it, to tell you the truth. And if I grew into it, that could be re that could be re-engineered. So if I see how did because when I was a kid, my interest and attention was not up in my head until I started thinking around five or six. Then it got absorbed in this image of Paul and was thought about all the time. It wasn't when I was a kid. I was fucking bright and things were alive and everything. Something, something grew and started to take the attention and interest and never gave it back, really. And I try to get it back by shooting dope and shit, and I'd get a rush, but it always would be there, and it got worse and worse. The bondage of self is one of its strongest links is, is trying to get out of it, which I had no idea of. I thought it made complete sense to try to get out of self. I didn't realize what was trying to get out of self is self. Blew my mind when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, not just saw it, it fucking got established, so to speak, yeah? Yeah, and so lightness started to avail, and the more light that became, the less, uh, more relaxed and disarming it was, yeah? Because I am what I'm looking for, so I'm not looking for it. I'm looking for coffee and other shit that I can find. I'm not looking for I am. I am. Yeah. So yeah, this is the whole point. And it's a traveling lighter. And if whatever's important to you, I mean, I would love to be a great meditator, but I wasn't cut out for it, I guess. Yeah. And if I didn't get run over, I'd be, I was doing Tai Chi. I probably would have continued Tai Chi because I like doing that. There's no problem. It was the meaning that the shit was given. Yeah. That I, Paul, was going to transcend me, Paul, <laughs> either, and they were both the same Paul. Yes, that was surprising. Yeah, and it was nice to see because I was looking from it for a long freaking time, seemingly. And now I can see 
The head hasn't changed at all. It's still looking from that. But I'm not aligned with it. That's the whole point. This is a not, this isn't about you changing. It's seeing you're not that you and losing interest in it. I this dog ain't gonna learn any new tricks. It doesn't. It's it's not like gonna be my service animal. It's not gonna be my amigo. I just I see it for what it is, and it ain't me. And that's the that's all the news I need to know. Yeah, I'm not into whoa. The 11th dimension, I could care less. It's just here, just having a chilled outness and uh, being assured with no real evidence to be assured, but being assured. Yeah. To me, this is the knowledge of satsang. Yeah, it's not acquired. Hopefully, by hearing satsang, it will trigger because it's already there. It's like what we call an AA, an unsuspected inner resource. It's an inner resource. It may be unsuspected. We'd like you to become, you know, to suspect it, and then it will trigger, and you'll have your, you'll be your own evidence. Yeah, you'll see it. You're, you're a pretty simple guy, right? Yeah, can you ask a million? Simple meaning, dementia is on the horizon. Yeah, I'd say that I'm on a moving towards dementia. Or lower, higher, just like. I'm moving into dementia. That's my next. No, I think I'm going to be in a childlike phase for quite a while. And then dementia will kick in. I'm enjoying it while I can. Really? No, seriously. If. Uh, Weaken the idea of the thinker, and then the thoughts will weaken. Try to weaken the thoughts, the thinker idea gets strengthened. So just weaken the idea of the thinker, and the thoughts won't be taken as seriously as they used to be. It's true. That's how it works. Yeah. Don't try to manage all your feelings. Just see you're not the feeling. Yeah. So you can be surprised and amazed, really. Not always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just once the see the truth tells you it's true, the falsehood tells you it's true, but you come to realize the falsehood was the falsehoods weren't true. You'll come to realize this truth is true. Yeah, it's not it's not the commerce of truth that's being bought and sold. It is true. The falsehood is busily being sold constantly by the head this stands in and of itself yeah and it doesn't matter because you knowing it or not knowing it doesn't change the facts you can and you know what just like when you go to sleep did you there's so many parts of when you're asleep you're not there and that's actually being here the most and i feel like when you leave it's going to be like you never happened tell you the truth because i've overdosed a lot and been in comas a lot with the getting run over by the car. Uh, there's a lot of period in this life that I was completely absent. And it doesn't seem to have anything to do with this movie. <laughs> Seriously. So I uh, I just don't, um, yeah. It's nice to be able to travel with a little bit of that now. I mean, traveling lighter is the most valuable thing in this place. Cause you've got to each day, uh, 
it's like a parade. It's like a march, isn't it? You get up and then there's things you do. And then, yes. Yes. I will be over in what, five minutes? How's that? Yeah, we were supposed to be here every, we weren't uh, here on March 4th for the the wedding. Well, I was told you weren't supposed to be in here, so. Oh, uh, no, no one told us that. Obviously, we are. Yeah. What did you say? I said, obviously, no, I didn't hear from Don or anything. Yeah, we would have canceled if you heard us, told us. The weekend ended now. Thank God. You came. Thank God. Oh, we have to end the meeting. I, I hate to bring it to a close. Oh, yeah. No, they again. The church, the church needs the place. No question. All the heathens we have to leave. Any, uh, so let's say goodbye, Mike, seriously. And uh, can we, I want to make a couple announcements, all right? I want to talk about, and can we put it up, the talk up in Auburn at the, uh, the last weekend of this month, March, yes? Oh, it's for March? Okay, yeah. But so last, can you put that up? No. no? For the first weekend in April? Oh, first and second April. Yes, Saturday and Sunday. Yes. If that could come up, that would be great. And then we also uh, have the trip going to Sicily in October. So, yeah. Everyone can look at that. And uh, if you want to come, it's the second wow. retreat, uh, Italian retreat we're having. It's going to be good tradition until I enter de dementia. So get me in my childlike stage. <laughs> All right. No one wants to change an old person's diaper, do they? No, uh, not at the retreat. <laughs> hey, Walter, nice to see you. Walter's been very silent lately. I'm taking that as a good sign. You got your hair cut and everything. Jeez. Kerry, as always, nice to see you. Hey, can you pass the basket, Chris? Where did he go? Oh, he left already. <laughs> got to get these guys. Hey, Beth. Nice to see you, Beth. Kerry, as always. John S. in Florida. Can you hear me, John? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Paul. All right. We got Mike. C next to Mike Z. Mm -hmm. Nice to see you, Mike. Tariq, I'm coming to Dover, Tariq. Better, yeah, late May, maybe, or June. Andy, nice to see you, Andy. One handed applause. Hmm? One handed applause. Yes. George, iPad, nice to see you. You're on. Sweden, nice to see you, Yaron. Great, Minneapolis. John Clay, formerly known as Jeb, formerly known as Jed, now known as John. Jack, nice to see Jack. Chris H. Alan Osen, nice to see you, Alan. Yeah, Chris B. Nice, Mike. Mike goes to sleep usually. It's nice. I watch him fall asleep at the meetings. He's, he's asleep now. James Olson. Uh, Lori. Ike. Shannon C. Nice to see you, Shannon. Grateful Dave. 
Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. It's always a pleasure to see you, have you in the space. Uh, we've got April. April, we're coming on your month soon. Alan, nice to see Alan there. Roman, as always, and Barbara. Wow. The exotic bird, bird of Barbara isn't seen often. We caught a day. We got Moni, Lindy, Anu, as always, Christine, Kalua. Yeah. Somewhere in Hawaii. Eh? Uh, Hawaii, yeah. Aloha, uh, Kona. Oh, in Kona. Uh, nice to see you, yeah. Christine. Aloha. I think Kerry's in Kona also, up in the top. Zoe, as always. Nice to see you. Miranda, Mia from Australia. Yeah. We miss you, Mia. Yeah. Or is it just the chocolates and the gluten free biscuits? <laughs> No, of course not. Kathleen, Kathleen, I think we're going to see you one day soon or later. Vlad, as always, nice to see you, Vlad. Emerson from Long Beach, Sally, Irene, Susan H. Hey, thanks. We had a nice group today. Hey, thank you so much for having us. Uh, we got to, uh, we're getting evicted from the church. Yeah. 